and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And I pray that you're just having an incredible day today as we venture to the cosmos to see a wonderful aspect of Yahweh that is always upon us. And that is his goodness. Yahweh's goodness and grace is upon us. And it's really been on my heart so much lately. You know, anything that we know about God and anything that he's given us is out of his heart, of his mercy, and out of his grace, and out of his goodness. And I want to simply just go back to, I remember, I say I remember as if I was there, but, you know, reading in your word and going in the spirit and allowing Yahweh to show you things. I remember uh, when Moses was before Yahweh. And I really, I love this story so much because the pictorial picture of Yahweh being face to face with Moses like a man, talking with him like friends. What an incredible experience in life that Yahweh affords us through the blood covenant of Yeshua the Christ. I mean, this is God's goodness. The more you know about Yahweh, how awesome he is, how incredible he is, how holy he is, you know the grace and mercy that's shed upon us that we can interact with a living God, that we can interact with a holy God, that we can interact on a daily basis into the very fiber and to the will and to the purpose that Yahweh has for us. That's what's so exciting. And I just want to talk about his goodness this morning. It just makes me want to just shout somewhat because it's so exciting. Um, let's go to Exodus thirty-three nineteen. And you know the story, Moses just asked Yahweh uh, to show him his glory. Now you have to understand where Moses has been. He's already been at the mountain. He's already seen the burning bush. He's already had God talk to him, give him his name, and basically begin to put the plan of his scroll and his purpose and his blueprint into his life. And so this is not someone that doesn't have a relationship with the Father. This is not someone that hasn't seen God already or hasn't heard from him. And really a notable, if you think about it, in the beginning of time, this is one of the most notable times after the fall that there's an interaction of this type with God and man. And so... and. Yahweh tells him, he says, then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you and I will be gracious to whom I will have, be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion on. And when I hear this scripture and I see this in the spirit realm and I think of Yahweh, think about it, it wasn't like he was taking the cornucopia of heaven and it out upon him, uh, though it could clearly be expressed as such, having the greatness of God's goodness to be poured upon him. He was showing him the nature of himself. 
the depths of the nature of himself. I've been before the throne of the Lord in my spirit, man, and the back of his throne is built in goodness. And I've seen goodness and the spirit thereof just come right out of that throne and it rests on those that come up to the throne of God. It's part of his mercy and it's part of his grace. It's that's which is the foundation of the backbone of Yahweh. Think about it. It's the back plate of the throne of God where he sits. So therefore it's covering the backbone of Yahweh that he is created, though he's not created himself, but himself is in goodness is implanted. I don't know the right way to say it because God always was, right? And so, but in himself is goodness and is the backbone of who he is. It's the very fiber. Thank you, Father. It's the very fiber of all that he is to all people is his goodness. And if you go to Exodus 34, 6, and the Lord passed before Moses and proclaimed, or Moshe, if you say it in the, in the proper Hebrew, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abounding in goodness and in truth. I mean, we're talking about the very goodness of the living God that Yahweh gives to us. Talk about want to be thankful. That's another thing that Yahweh's put in my heart about us being thankful. Um, this is our time to be thankful. There's so much chaos in the world right now, and there's so much going on, but Yahweh said, be thankful, be thankful, and be thankful. And, you know, I go to First Chronicles seventeen twenty six, and the writer's crying out, and now, Lord, you are God and has promised your goodness to your servant. Yahweh has promised his goodness to us. Come on. Come on, go a little further in Second Chronicles 6.41. Now, therefore, arise, O Lord God, to your resting place. I love this. Arise to your resting place. I mean, all Yahweh has to do is get into this position of rest. Okay? You are the ark of your strength. Let your priests, O Lord God, be clothed with your salvation. And let your saints rejoice in your what? In your goodness, because Yahweh's goodness, oh man, oh my God, his goodness is upon us. Your His goodness is upon you. I know it's not about a feeling. Sometimes we don't feel like the goodness of God's on us. It's definitely not by experiences. Sometimes you can have experiences that are negative in this life, right? But Yahweh's goodness is still upon us. You can go into him and go. It's a gateway. His goodness is a gateway. I'm telling you, uh, when you go before the throne and there's a spirit of truth and a spirit of justice that's in the throne of God, that comes out of the throne of God, right? It is wrapped in goodness, mercy, and grace. Or we couldn't even stand before him. That's how incredible it is. And he makes a way for his goodness to be part of our life. I would be declaring and decreeing this over myself on a regular basis. You know, the Bible declares about Yahweh's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And the things that I'm learning more and more in the kingdom, and this is whether you were in the old age or the new age, is about the power of the declaring of the declaration of your heart before Yahweh and speaking into the earth and calling things forth. And I'm telling you, you can go into Yahweh's goodness. You can go into Yahweh's goodness. 
You know, uh, think about Psalms 21, three. Uh, this is David crying out to the father. He says, for you meet him with the blessing of goodness and you set a crown of pure gold upon his head. Come on. The word calls his goodness upon us, a blessing and a crown upon his head. If you go to Psalms 23, 6, this is very familiar, but you know it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Here's another scripture of mercy. Psalms 25, 7. Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. It's almost like he's saying for your character sake, because the characteristic of Yahweh is his goodness towards you. Everybody wants to say this has happened because God wants to judge and God does this and God did that. And I understand God chastens us and he corrects us and he chastises us. But I'm telling you, he is based in goodness and it is good will to do good unto his sons and daughters. Yahweh's goodness be upon you today. Go engage Yahweh's goodness today. I don't mean just him doing good things. There is a spirit of goodness, of the essence of who he is, of the essence of his character, the essence of his backbone that he puts upon his sons and daughters, that we being made in his image can walk in his light and as goodness. Well, this is Sagima Bay with Coffee in the Cosmos, and I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.